Raymond said, hell no, I'm not feeling good today. Why would I feel good any day? Philip, you always ask me these dumb ass questions. Are you here with us, Ray? Just like Ray. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You sound like you're in the bathroom. Yeah. So, so you're in the bathroom? Like, yeah, that's because I'm in the it's his own house. He don't have to ask you shit, Philip. <laughs> I'm not saying he has to ask you shit, but if I'm recording, I can clearly hear him pissing on the side of the bowl. For Raymond to finish pissing, I guess. Now, this iced tea is delicious. I just want to say Lipton's, yeah, cutting, uh, Lipton's K-Cups for iced tea. You talked about this. Fucking good, man. I'm just telling you. You were like little, yesterday, it was too much. Like but now, you know, I've gotten acclimated to it. Oh, now you like the rocket fuel. Uh-huh. Anything that you have to get used to is probably not a good thing. Yeah, so, you know, it's uh, wet my whistle. You know? <laughs> yum, 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 yum. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Where's the button? The button, the button. All right. Go live. I mean, that's not necessarily true. You know? We're what not, are you talking about? Yeah, no. Anything that you have to? to get used to, I don't think it's a good thing. Like, name something that's good that you to get used to before it's good. I don't know about for her, but anal sex, you know, is good. Wow. <laughs> Just something that people have to get used to. Wow. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette real quick. Well you like, can't smoke a cigarette just Yeah, it'll be fine. That's too bad. I, I mean you, nobody start, nobody told me you were starting. Like I, was just said, I knew I just heard Raymond flush the toilet. Oh my god, you guys So we were supposed to be here. waiting. I'm, we're killing you. You <laughs> with the with the buzzing and the beeping and the phone calls. That and is the dog. I had a uh uh Instacart delivery. I had <laughs> Them repairing my. Uh, I'll be right back. Oh my god! Oh my god! You do it! It's too do bad. it! Oh my god! Do it! Get it done! These people. It's hard to find good help. <laughs> Raymond, you with me, bro? Yeah, I'm here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the coaches, Jeff Gansah, featuring me, Philip. And Raymond. Did you really start without TJ? I started before TJ left. <laughs> really? Oh my. Yeah. He was like, What's going on, everybody? <laughs> wow. And TJ went to go smoke a cigarette. He'll be right back. So, um, yeah, it's been a busy day for me, you know? Um, well, I got up this morning. Uh, I wanted to do something nice for my son because he kind of had a bad day yesterday at school. And so I uh, went, me and him, me, him, and the wife went out for breakfast this morning. You know, I said, it doing the old. Today? Yeah, he had school today. But we did it before he went to school. So we got up what early. Time did you go to school? Uh, like nine o'clock. His would be there at like 9 20. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't get out of school until like four thirty. It was very different. 
Um, but yeah, we got up early. We went out to breakfast. Uh, I did something I don't normally do. I and, and anybody that listens to this podcast or has seen the previous podcast that I just posted, uh, I went to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes. Since I talked shit about Cracker Barrel in the last episode, we went to Cracker Barrel this morning. I, I have very few choices in Lakeville, the town that I live in. It's is rather small and it's spread out. You know, it's just Wait, did you say you had to travel a great distance to go to Cracker Barrel. No, no, it's like the next exit up. So it's not okay. that far, and then you're it's 80 miles an hour. So it's like one mile up the road. It's just awkward to get to. There's no direct straight path. I have to get on the freeway, drive up there, and get off. So there's really no breakfast places that aren't fast food nearby. Um, so I went to – it was either Cracker Barrel or Perkins, and uh, I'm wholly against Perkins. And we're only against Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Yeah, I am against Cracker Barrel, but I know my son likes Cracker Barrel. Um, You know, the things you do for family, you know, you just bite the bullet. And so I went in a Cracker Barrel. Um, There were there were a lot of um, Caucasians in Cracker Barrel. (laughs) So, like, over half your family is Caucasian. I was one of two uh, non-Caucasian people in the entire restaurant. So you should go right at home. Not only that, but probably of six people, the only people that were under the age of 60 inside of Cracker Barrel. Oh, you went to Cracker Barrel. Uh, yes. Cool. Good. Hi, everybody. There's TJ. <laughs> um, we were just talking about that last week. Yeah. You've never been? No, that I don't like Cracker Barrel. Oh, that's I, why did you go? Because <laughs> my son kind of likes Cracker Barrel because you know the fucking gift shop in the front. But uh-huh. guess what I didn't do? I didn't let him buy anything. Oh. Well, it was, it must have been Ray then. Dude, you went there as a special treat for him and then you didn't let him get anything? Well, today is a big day. He's got enough shit going on. Like, they got a field trip today where they're going to, like, go out and read all day and camp all day and stuff like that. So he's got enough going on. I don't need to add extra kids sugar. Still Free not as what? Fun they're as doing like a... Just shop at Cracker Bear. Yeah, this does not sound... They're doing like a little camp thing where they're going to go out to a park and kind of picnic and do like a reading camp. They can bring their own books with them and stuff like that and hang out. Julian loves to read anyway. So imagine if he did all that and got something special from Cracker Barrel. Man, what what a day. Julian gets something fucking special every goddamn day. Like (laughs) what to breathe. No, like everything he wants. To live in my house, to get fed, to get clothed, to have a fucking bed to sleep on. Right. Kindle to play. We just ordered a goddamn mattress topper for his bed because we ordered one for ours. No, like we ordered like the extra cushion to go on the top of our bed. Yeah. And he liked it. So Lois went and ordered him one. Well, that's a mom. So now he has the tent. The mattress cover and, and the weighted blanket. and the weighted blanket, and, like, and he's got like, like no, but no kid, <laughs> no kid is like, 
Yeah, I got the mattress covered top of whoa. <laughs> but that's my kid. He's got the lamp in there. He's got his own water bottles. You know, he's he's set for life inside the fucking tent. You know, he's got his books in there. I God knows how many toys. Yeah, I think that's the big problem is he's like staying up all night playing inside of his tent instead of going to bed. Who's that guy? Uh, that's Moby. Are you looking at the stream? Oh, yeah. Okay. You remember that guy? Moby. You can get stomped yeah. by Obi. Yeah, uh, so he's actually in the in the topics today. I guess we can just hop right into it. So she asked me who the fuck he was. It was um, a nice transition. That's Moby. He's a DJ from the late 90s. He did a song with Gwen Stefani. He was rather popular. He did the song for all the Jason Bournes. You know, that was the Jason Bourne theme song. It was all done by Moby. Um, anywho's, so he wrote a memoir, a book recently. Um <laughs> And it didn't work out very well for him. I was trying to find a sad face Moby picture. And was, he's pretty much sad. And like He's pretty much sad in like all of his pictures. He never fucking smiles. He's deep. Yeah, I guess. But uh, he. Whoa. Feedback. Um, I thought you were playing some Moby for a second. Like, no, 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 no. Um, he was he wrote a book recently. And during his book. He uh, talked about a relationship he used to have with a young Natalie Portman. Okay. okay? That he and Natalie used to date. All right. Well, when asked about it, (laughs) Natalie Portman said, no, we didn't date. (laughs) Uh He was 20. She was a teenager who had just turned 18 and the fact that he used this story to sell his book was very disturbing to her. (laughs) (laughs) He was 20. She was 18. And the fact that he was 20 and she was 18. No, no. Yeah. He was 20 and she was just turning 18. And the fact that he used this, uh, this, this, this small story. thing, the story to help sell his book was very disturbing to him. Was his book she hurt. says, hold on, hear me out. She says, and quoted, there are many factual errors and inventions in this writing, in his writing. And to hear that he characterized this very short time that I knew him as dating, because my recollection is a much older man being creepy with me when I had just graduated high school. I mean, much older. He was two years older. Hey, but, but still, man. I mean, like, yeah, it's so, completely an asshole thing to do. But is the book supposed to be true? Like, does he? Build yeah, it's supposed to be like his own bio, biopic, autobiography, or whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. So like it wasn't supposed to be true. He just used himself as a character and threw Natalie Portman in there. I was gonna be like, that's actually kind of fun. Well. Um, <laughs> And the big thing is, like, he wrote this book and didn't let anybody read it before he, like, put it out into the world. So nobody saw this coming. Like, if he, somebody would have read it. Somebody had to edit it. Somebody had to produce it, publish it. Well, I mean, like, nobody went out and fact-checked the shit that he wrote, for the most part. I'm not sure. I don't think that ever happens. So um, he, he writes this book. She reads it and is like, this is complete fucking bullshit and embarrasses him. In the process, 
he cancels all of his upcoming public performances. That was funny. Because, uh, you know, now he's sad. He, he has been quoted as saying that he apologized to her and acknowledged that many of the criticisms he made were that she made towards him were very valid. <laughs> wow, I'm getting a lot of digital off of you guys. We got to get it off of you too. I don't know if it's yeah, that's, I'm getting it from you. That's Everybody. weird. It's all of us. I hear Ray, I hear Philip, and myself. I don't think you can't hear me. But yeah, actually, I do now hear you, DJ. Um, shit. Yeah, it's just bad, just bad internet all around. So I guess the show continues going. So it, you know, it sucks for poor Moby, but what are you gonna do, man? Natalie Portman shot your shit down. You better be prepared if you're going out there saying big names. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was completely retarded to think that this wasn't going to come back to him. Uh... Yeah. Well, there's that. Did we lose TJ? I think we lost TJ. I just disconnected and reconnected real quick just to clear things up. Um, We keep going, though. While... Uh... In other news, this is very interesting. We always talk about these goddamn service animals, right? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about uh, these service animals. Delta passenger mauled by emotional support dog. So now Delta has changed the rules for emotional support animals. Um, Let's see. I told reconnect, silly. Um, so here's the story as it comes out of Delta. The lawsuit was filed in Fulton County State Court. You still with me, Ray? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Uh, it alleges that Marlon Jackson was in the window seat when a dog sitting in the lap of the passenger next to him suddenly attacked his face and pinned him against the window of the plane. His face, Ray. Um, this is this happened in, uh, in June 2017. Well, uh, about it. Yeah, apparently. It's been quiet. Uh, from and on a flight from Atlanta to San Diego. It has gained national attention and was followed by a series of changes to airline policies for emotional support and service animals. The federal government is also reviewing policies for emotional support and service animals on flight, it says. Um, oh, man, why does he... He says he's been kicked out of voice. It must be his connection. Um, <laughs> while Mr. Jackson was securing his seatbelt, the animal began to growl at him, according to the lawsuit. The dog then bit Jackson several times. The attack was briefly interrupted when the animal was pulled away from Mr. Jackson. However, the animal broke free and again mauled Mr. Jackson's face. 
Are you? You just stepped into this. Yeah, I just came back to to the dog mauling the face. Yes, this is a service animal. Yeah, I saw the ad. Or I saw the topic pop up today. All I, right. I look at the topic, so I'm familiar with what's going on. It's another fucking support animal. Is it a service animal or a support animal? It's a. It, hold on, what did they say? An, emo- an emotional support animal. Okay, then they should be sued, and yeah. the dog should be put down. And <laughs> he should probably be put on the no-fly list. <laughs> so they said that Jackson, who lives in Alabama, <clears throat> bled so profusely that the entire row of seats had to be removed from the airplane, mm-hmm. according to the complaint. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he suffered lacerations and punctures to his face and upper body requiring 28 stitches and medical treatment. Um, the lawsuit also alleges Jackson suffered permanent injury and loss of sensations in the areas of his face. How crazy is this? I he fucked up. And it's, oh, there's pictures and it's gross. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The suit alleges that uh, Delta took no action to verify or document the behavioral training of the large animal, Um, such as requiring signed documentation showing the animal is trained and can behave in the airplane setting. Such measures were feasible at the time, but were not in effect until after this fact attack, according to the complaint. Uh, Delta has not obviously not commented on the situation. But since then, Delta has tightened restrictions on emotional support animals by requiring confirmation of animal training. It has also banned pit bulls as service service or support animal. I wonder if it was a pit bull. (laughs) This is my emotional support pit bull. uh, Not to say that all pit bulls are bad, not by any means, but most people that own, a lot of people that own pit bulls are horrible fucking dog owners. Um... And, and this is not man. Uh, people, uh, it's it's a it's a it's like having a Doberman or or a Rottweiler, or a German Shepherd, or a Rottweiler. Or a yeah. These dogs are big, and they're more wolf than dog. They're <laughs> meant to fight. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Why do? You, and I don't understand why people get so upset about it. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad dog. It's it's like a Mac computer. It's great for exactly what it's for, which is a Mac is great for a person who doesn't know how to use a computer. A, 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 a guard dog is great for guarding. A, a guard dog, an attack dog, an attack dog is great for attacking. But you, you don't take an attack dog and and make it a, a house pet. I'm yeah. And the people, people who get pissed off, it's not the dog, it's how you fucking raise them. Well, it isn't. It isn't. That like, there's more wolf than dog in those. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say more wolf than dog, but they were bred over generations to fight. And you're absolutely right. But I've seen a lot of them that are completely docile, loving, loving, loving uh, pit bulls. But again, it's all on the person who's training the dog. You know what I mean? If you don't train that dog properly. If you are not on top of your game like all the time, then yeah, you have a problem. <laughs> and it can be a major problem because they this are a force to be reckoned with. My dog, he's an English bulldog, he's small, 
but he's 70 pounds. Like I can't put stuff on table. I can't put full glasses of liquid on tables because he'll just move that shit around. <laughs> and so I take certain precautionary steps to prevent that situation. I'm not going to go take him and put him on a plane. <laughs> I have a, I have a Chihuahua and a Jack Russell. They are not going to hurt me ever or, yeah. or my kids. The Chihuahua barely has teeth. I, it's, <laughs> I, if you need it, I don't understand why you felt like we're not, we don't even know for sure that this is a pit bull. We're just saying it's probably a pit bull. Well, actually I know what the breed is on this. Dog. Okay. What is it's it? A, a chocolate lab pointer mix. Hmm. It was actually wow. issued. Here's the thing: is actually military a service member who had it. Uh, he was given the dog uh, as an emotional support dog. I don't know if it was trained though. It says a police report listed the dog's owner uh, as a military service member with the U.S. Marine Corps, who advised that the dog was issued to him for support. Um, it. Let's see. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard thing. And then, and then on top of this, like it's a weird situation. Here's here's probably the big situation here. According to the lawsuit, the dog, the man, the owner, his name is Ronald Mundy. He was seated in the middle seat of row thirty-one, and his dog was on his lap. The animal was so large it encroached into the aisle seat and window seat. So that's probably what prompted all of this problem. You, it's space for the. There's not enough space. You're fucking holding a big ass dog on your lap, and an encroached place. He's already nervous. It's a fucking plane. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking with his head. You may need. You may need emotional support, but that dog is freaking the fuck out. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) You know. I'm not to say that it's by any reason that the dog should turn around and bite the shit out of the person next to them, but I mean, he's freaking out. Set up a situation where this can happen. Like I, uh, uh. it's so hard. I, I, the whole emotional support animal deal is is crazy to begin with. Like it, when did that start? Like it's all it's fairly new within the well. Like, it, emotional support dogs have been happening for a while. Our emotional support animals have been happening for a while. But what's happened is people that are claiming they need emotional support animals and probably let don't really need that situation or have a medical reason for that situation are starting to take advantage of the situation. But in this, this story, this guy, I guess he's military. Maybe he was issued this dog as an emotional support animal. Yeah. So here's a case of it actually being, I guess a thing like a valid thing. Now, Raymond, I know that goes wrong. Like, yeah, Raymond, I know that you've always been a supporter of the emotional support animals, even when they come to hamsters and snakes. So in this situation, I mean, I'm a supporter of it. I, I want, I, I, but I, I, I feel man, common sense. I don't know. This is a huge dog to take and put in a fucking chair in the middle seat on your lap. From a flight, all right, from, what did they say, from Alabama to, from Atlanta to San Diego, you were going to hold this animal in your lap in the middle row. After that. Now, Raymond, when was the last time, did you, have you flown back? 
to Virginia? Or did you just drive? Yeah. Okay. No, I've flown to Virginia. How long is a flight from Arizona to Virginia? Uh, I want to say, like, including all the layovers and everything, like eight hours. So let's say even if it was a straight flight, it would probably be. I know it's two hours from Missouri to Virginia on a straight flight. So even if it was just three, that's too much. Yeah, three hours of you holding this dog in your lap. I mean, you have uh, dogs that are pretty much the size of this animal, right? Right? Yeah, I have a yellow lab. That's what is now, really like. Labs are docile dogs. But let's put it in the scenario. You're going to hold this dog in your lap in the middle seat of a plane for three not, solid hours. That's dumb because, and you're surrounded by people on both sides. Yes, I'm gonna give you that. Okay, the dude was military, so it it probably wasn't actual emotional support because, like you said, people are taking advantage of the system because you don't have to train, and it doesn't have to be a certified thing to be your emotional support. This is just an animal that's in your life so much that you can't be without it. Right. That's, that's an emotional support animal. There's no training involved for it. Like it's not like it's not like it's a not service specific. animal like for like the blind where it's trained to do something for you. Yeah, you're not supposed right. to fuck with them. They're not pets. Those, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. If it was a service animal right. that turned around and bit somebody, I would kind of understand. Because you're not supposed to fuck with them. They they're not really pets. They're your eyes. And they're trained very well to be that by a very specific group of people, I would think, as far as who does the training. But it being a service animal to sit in your lap for three hours, you know it weighs at least seventy five, a hundred pounds. Even I agree with you, Raymond, Uh, but I think I will take it one step further. Even if it was like a service animal for the blind, okay, there's no fucking way that dog is going to sit in your lap for three goddamn hours. It's four. Let's say five hours because you're talking from Atlanta to San Diego. You're right. It's all. And that's if it's a straight flight. No, that wasn't even a straight flight because instead it was from Atlanta to Texas. So that's the net. That's the natural layover too. Like that's the natural stopover. Texas is the natural. Okay. The west. So it went to Dallas. It it includes they were flying Dallas. That's what you said in the beginning. So, like, okay. So let's say it's. I don't think it was trained for one thing. It, yeah. it wasn't trained. It wasn't a trained animal to be because a trained animal is a service animal, not a support animal. Right. So this guy probably legitimately had some sort of PTSD and this dog helps him through it. I legitimately have two emotional support and they're not trained to do anything for me, but they help keep me calm. Right. I'm not taking my dogs on a plane because my, <laughs> I mean, Sasha is 
a handful. I mean, she's not a bad dog. She wouldn't, I don't think she would hurt anybody unless she thought they were trying to hurt me. And that's probably what's happening here. Um, you're on a plane. Um, if you're not flying first class, and obviously this these people weren't because there's three seats in, in this row, there's a middle seat. So then you're you're uh you you're in each other's personal space. So this dog that it yeah. was probably laying on this dude's lap is probably got its rear end on the aisle seat, its tail in the actual aisle and its head probably encroaching on this window seat where this other dude was that's a total stranger is probably and like TJ said is freaking out from uh the the, the changes in cabin pressure and all and that all the, yeah. the noises and stuff that are in the airplane and you got its head <laughs> at a stranger yeah that, that was dumb. And then you probably the, the fact that it was a lab that that did it boggles my mind because like I said, I have a lab and if a total stranger walked up to her, all she would do was lay down and roll over and hope that, that <laughs> rubbed her belly. Right. Katie is a really big shot. And but she is really big, and if you were to piss her off enough to, that she had decided that she was going to attack you, she could probably kill you. I mean, if she got on top of you, you would have a hard time getting her off. She's she's like 80 pounds. And so why this dog – see, this is – I, I got to say that this is on Delta because why did this dog not have – its own seat if they're going to let this dog on this plane. Yeah, that's my opinion, is it needed its own seat. I mean, like, not to say that that would solve the problem or anything like that, um, but it having its own seat, I think, would have alleviated quite a bit of this and probably even prevented this problem because at least then you could put the dog between, you know what I mean? You could put a human between the dog. Right, you know, um, it, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It I've is been crazy. telling you guys for a while. Yeah, you're you take it a bit far, like <laughs> <laughs> the hamster. Yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> but but <laughs> and that's why, like, he and they and then so we've discussed in the past how they have banned things like hamsters and everything. You're gonna let. Uh, Probably around eighty pound dog on a plane. Yeah, right. Yeah, I gotta uh, drown my hamster. hamster yeah, in a cage, or it's in something. Yeah, it's even not- if it's my pocket. <laughs> even if it's my pocket, <laughs> you're gonna let a fucking seventy five to hundred pound dog on, but not a fucking I think hamster. That a do- well, I think a dog, for a dog's sake, is large, and the most I would say in talks of damage. The most damage it's probably going to do is to people versus equipment. I think if you lost a hamster or a rat or a mouse on a plane, like if it got out, it could actually do structural damage to the plane. It could get unchewed wires and shit like that. And you're talking about putting people's lives and because now you got to track down this fucking rat inside of. A plane's wiring. I'm sick of this motherfucking rats. Motherfucking (laughs) planes. planes. 
All right, let's try another topic because we've got we've got like thirty minutes of this topic. <laughs> um, so this wasn't in my topics, but I ran across this today or like late last night. Oh, that's not fair. And it's followed into today. Um, there's a YouTube channel out there called Zebra Corner, and they do a thing about if trailers were real life. And they were talking about my the adventures of Milo and Otis. You guys remember this as a kid? Sure. Uh, Raymond, do you know about this show? Milo and Otis is a pug and a cat, and they're like besties oh, no. trying to make it across the world. Little orange cat. They they get left behind, or they get yeah, and they got to make they got to make their way back to their humans. One of those. You got the stories. Okay, I I know I get the premise of the story. All right, so actual character. This the video that I saw was fucking hilarious. Where he's talking about people, I mean, how many animals got harmed in the making of the movie, and I thought the guy was joking. So I went and looked it up on YouTube, on Wikipedia, to find out more about it. This movie is from 1989, right? Yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, this movie. Is the, the reason, reason the sole pedophile. reason why uh, movies put in no animals were harmed during the making <laughs> of the movie. Yay. All right. So the, the movie was filmed in uh, Australia with a Jap. It was actually a Japanese movie that they uh, turned into an English language, uh, translated to an English language movie. All right. So. <laughs> um, a Japanese director had filmed this and whatnot, right? Out of Australia, which I'm sure they have different laws at the time that we do here. Yeah, right? you're talking and about it's, Australia. And it's 1989. And it's 1989. Yeah, so it's in the Wikipedia. It says alleged animal cruelty. Now, okay, here we are. This is when the film was first released. Several Australian animal rights organizations raised allegations of animal cruelty during the filming and called for a boycott. Um, <laughs> the Animal Liberation Queensland founder, Jackie Kent, alleged that <laughs> there was a kill, a more, oh, sorry, that they had killed more than 20 kittens <laughs> during the production and added that she was disturbed by reports from which other animals had been injured. Uh, in one case, the producer allegedly had broken a cat's paw to make it appear unsteady on its feet. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, other scenes where the source of controversy were a scene where a kitten was falling off of a cliff and a scene of a pug fighting a bear. <laughs> so like in the trailer, so this guy brings light to the trailer and I got to give it to him. Zebra corner on YouTube. This guy brings light to it where it shows <laughs> the pug running and it's not a full grown bear. It's like probably a middle eight, um, like a adolescent. Like an adolescent bear, you know, and it runs up and grabs the dog. And I'm like, how did they get the dog? I mean, how did they get the bear to like just hang out with? It looked like it was running very aggressive in the video. <laughs> and the guy in the in the YouTube video is like, "Yeah, that's like the seventh pug we went through. <laughs> <laughs> joking around about it." And I know this is a joking 
matter, you know, if this was the situation. Uh, said that the organization had a number of complaints from people who had seen the film and were concerned that it could not have been made without cruelty. All right. The film was had been reported to have the approval of the American Humane Society, despite not having what? their off. Here now, the film was reported to have approval of the American Humane Society, despite not having their officers present during filming. Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So now, because of this movie. We That's now put that no animals were harmed during the making of this movie. They fucking broke a cat's paw. That's terrible. That's the worst thing ever. That's 89, though. I mean, Barlow and Bailey Circus was still riding around with elephants <laughs> in 89. They had, remember the unicorn that was a goat that would just fucked yes. up? They just moved its one horn over. So, <laughs> so it looked like a unicorn. We didn't give a shit about animals. Animals? Until probably closer to 2000. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> pretty fucked up, though. You have to admit. Like, oh, it's definitely fucked up. A goddamn innocent movie. Orange and white cat. Got, got <laughs> fucking paw just, I'm sure with a hammer, just, just pop. <laughs> now you walk and unsteady, the, you the, fuck. In the parody trailer that the guy made, he could see him just throwing cat after cat <laughs> over the fucking cliff. <laughs> So that they could get a better shot. <laughs> just a I little was... cat. <laughs> <laughs> and the cat like fighting them back so it wouldn't go <laughs> over the cliff. Oh, <laughs> it had me in tears last night. Oh. And I know like I shouldn't joke around about this shit. But yeah, it's god terrible. damn it. Adventures of Milo and Otis. Puppy mills are phenomenal. <laughs> terrible. <I'm> ter- <laughs> terrible. Those are terrible. Um, and while we're talking about bridges, this is a great one. All right, the Duke boys are fucking back, guys. Oh, damn it. I saw this ad. I knew you were going to say something about the Duke boys. Why you got to bring the Duke boys into <laughs> because it? Because they're the ones What's that it? started this. <laughs> started it? I don't think that's true. Um, who else famous do you know? Tries to jump cars over drawbridges. I mean, any chase ever in any movie. Out ever. of Texas, though? The Blues Brothers. Out of Texas. The, the, the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers are Northerners. They're Yankees. So what? Okay. They, they jumped over a drawbridge. <laughs> These guys did it in a Chevy, too, which is great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, didn't two, do it in a Chevy. Yeah. Two Texas men die trying to jump a car over an open drawbridge. <laughs> so as a witness said the car backed up open I mean backed up at the open drawbridge then accelerated forward trying to jump to the other side stupid ass um, it happened in Louisiana but it's two Texas guys yeah sure um, <laughs> it said the bridge was closed to let uh, traffic through for boats to get by you know And uh, these guys, they just weren't fucking having it. They, you know, (laughs) they were just sitting in the car like, God damn it, we got to get across. What would the Duke boys do? And uh, (laughs) what would the blue? I don't want the Blues Brothers involved either. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Somebody else. What would Hollywood? What would Hollywood? Cannonball run. There you go. Gone in 60 seconds. I don't know if they jumped a bridge and gone in 60 seconds. I don't know. 
Raven, you say I can't take Rainbow Elbow Road, but I've never attempted to fucking jump a car over a goddamn drawbridge. Yeah, did you ever jump a car? Because drawbridges are literally designed so (laughs) that you cannot do that. So the car landed in the water so and just in sank case Philip is giving anybody ideas right now, you'll <laughs> never make it. It'll never ever work. <laughs> I mean, if it just happen. started, maybe. But I got a feeling these dudes are like, I don't know, upwards of a Stupid. thirty-five degree <laughs> angle. <laughs> at a cer- I would think at a certain angle you could probably pull it off. No, like yeah, if, yeah. If that was like angle, ten definitely. degrees or five degrees, you might be able to pull it off. <laughs> If it was just starting, but if it was already up and traffic was already moving through, then all they did was run into a steel-ass wall. (laughs) Not only that, but, like, even if you happen to have jumped, what's going to end made it to the other side? Your car isn't going to survive it. There is no no mass production car that is going to survive you jumping (laughs) any type of gap. At an accelerated speed. <coughs> You're going to destroy your fucking vehicle. I mean, What's your feeling on that, Ray? <laughs> a stock car. Just jumping a jumping a, yeah, jumping a like, drawbridge. Will it destroy the car if you make it? Is we losing? He's gone. I think he's gone. No, um, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. No. Well, will it work or not? Will it destroy the car? Yeah, it will destroy the car unless it was ma- unless the car was made to jump. Right. Like you could jump it in, like say a monster truck. A monster truck suspension is made to take a hard landing. Uh, I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, my friend Hori just got a um, Subaru BZR or whatever, uh, like last year. So, and he, we grew up together, so he knows how I drive, right? So um, he's like, let's go. On, there's a road here in Arizona actually called Roller Coaster Road. He's like, let's go down this road. There's a bunch of turns or like curves, not not turns, but curves and and humps, right? So we're cruising down this road. We're do, I'm doing like 95 or something, and um, we're starting to go over the, the little hills or whatever. And I slam on the brakes, right? He's like, why'd you do that? And it's like, you didn't feel that? Like, the the car was getting light. The next one we hit, we were going to leave the ground. Right. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, the stiff suspension on this car, we would have hit the ground, and everything that was connected to your suspension was going to come up through your car, and I was going to destroy your brand-new car. <laughs> The cars are not made to do what you see them do in the movies. Like they <laughs> modify these cars. People don't. Jump. I don't know. Every fucking car commercial at the bottom says this is on a closed course. Do not try this shit at home. <laughs> Even if they're just mudding around, you know, yeah. these cars aren't designed for that shit. So, you know, don't believe the hype. You know, honestly, Raymond's going to take his Mazda. And I hit a j- jump, pew, Shit, 360. <laughs> and uh, other news this is pretty interesting. I got, I know everybody's gonna love this one. This is out of Washington State. 
Uh, man allegedly hides uh, drugs in his butt and actually shoots himself in the testicles. He hides. What's one? Go- <laughs> what's one got to do with the other? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cameron Jeffrey Wilson, twenty-seven, was carrying a gun in his front pocket when uh, he was pulled over by Washington State troopers. Apparently, the firearm accidentally discharged. And the bullet pierced Wilson's testicles and went through into his thigh. Upon arriving at the hospital, a doctor was operating on the gunshot wound when a balloon of marijuana slipped out of Wilson's anus. Jesus. (laughs) They also searched his car and found a bag of meth. The man's troubles didn't end there as Wilson, who was a convicted felon, was being processed in jail. He was strip searched, and another balloon of marijuana came out of his anus. <laughs> oh my God! He is being held on bail for one hundred ten thousand um, dollars. Once they have the one, would you just go ahead and poop the other? Yeah, one out? I'm just gonna let go of the other one, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and why the marijuana and not the meth? The like, meth. Yes, that's <laughs> what I was gonna go with. Like, I'm sure you can totally just get a ticket for marijuana Probably. in a lot of states. Right. A lot of states will be like, here's just a ticket and have a nice day. The meth is the problem. That's going right. to get you the felony. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to go up your ass. If you're going to put one up your ass, it needs to be the <laughs> priority. You shot yourself and you're felling. That means you had a gun and you're not supposed to. You're already through. Yeah. You might as well just let them know everything right then and there. <laughs> Shoot yourself in the dick. In the testicles. Shit the out. <laughs> Two bags of marijuana. And you got meth in the meth fucking in the car. car. You suck. Oh, my God. Talk you about a horrible fucking life. Yeah. Um, I think this will probably end up being the final topic because I feel like we're going to have a couple discussions about this. A uh, woman loses 10 years of memories after she pooped with excessive force. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, That's people are act like a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm tish. Uh, it's a pretty common experience. A pretty common experience of having com- constipation, um, but uh, not when you exert force. I'm reading the story so much that you lose memories. Uh, this lady, she's out of Hong Kong, says she lost <laughs> ten years of her memory after she pooped at home. <laughs> According to the China Times, she said that she has been experiencing uh, constipation for two weeks and was feeling very uncomfortable. She had gone to the toilet to relieve herself and spent quite some time inside. But when she came out, she suddenly suffered from amnesia. Um, <clears throat> the neurosurgeons went in and said that it was uh, probably due to the excessive force that she exerted when she was trying to leave herself during constipation, um, that it caused a lack of oxygen to flow to her brain. Um, that, yeah, that the situation is actually not say amnesia, but problems of constipation have caused uh, things like stroke. And sure, a lot of people that's straining. That makes sense. I get stroke. Did she have a stroke? Because you can test, uh, you can check. 
They said that this, the excessive force in the story uh, led to an increase in abdominal and intracerebral pressure, which caused a lack of oxygen to flow to her brain. This is bullshit. <laughs> These I are mean, doctors. These are I don't give a shit. It's just complete <laughs> bullshit. It's the same. This is the, isn't this the same country that brought us the people who were fucking for years <laughs> the ass and couldn't get yeah, pregnant? Man. Yeah, same people. They obviously are not good with anatomy. I, I don't. Been, well, trust I mean, them. hear me out. People have passed out on the toilet numerous times to do the constipation. What's the Elvis did? He died on the toilet, stroked out. Yeah, stroked out. <laughs> did she have a stroke? But I mean, amnesia's not that far off, man. I mean, like if you what? let's say if she, say let's say this chick had a micro micro stroke, you know what I mean? That's fucking with your brain as well as your heart. Yeah, and if she had a stroke, I agree. It's 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 more than than the article should be. Lady has stroke and loses <laughs> memory. In this situation, she didn't have a stroke, though. Okay, well, then the she lack of oxygen, the lack of oxygen caused her to lose her memory. She went into these doctors' offices. She's told them she couldn't remember how somebody else's condom got left up in her pussy or out of her ass. I don't know. <laughs> she got caught in a situation that she needed to not know the answer for, and she came up with. I have pooped away the last 10 years of my life. My life. She, she went to the doctors and were like, I don't remember the last 10 years. And so they came up with how that happened. They didn't look at her and say, hey, you've lost the last 10 years of your life due to this, this, and this. She came in there and said, I've lost the last 10 years of my life. Help me come up with a plausible reason for that happening so <laughs> I could tell my husband that I've lost the last 10 years of my life. Raven, what do you think? Is it possible? It's kind of strange that she cracked her memory. Like, <laughs> like, for two weeks? That's not even that long. I mean, it's a you'll be uncomfortable, yeah, but... Dude, two weeks of not being able to shit, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a major problem of two weeks of not being able to shit. Like, how long... I'm asking your, yourself, how long do you go through before taking a shit? I I don't like shitting, so as long as possible. It, it, I mean, it could be two or three days sometimes. Okay, but two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, I'm not usually constipated. You know what I'm saying? Like I poop. Uh, so I don't. So I don't know. I can't even really relate. But I'm telling you, this is utter bullshit. I know. The, the weird thing is, she lost ten years. Like, so. She's sitting on the toilet, she craps, and walks it? out of the bathroom and has no idea where where she, she is, is, who she is, the clothes she put on. I don't on. think you're talking about you're talking like instant amnesia. She may have forgot. I don't know what she has forgotten. You know what I mean? We don't know the what it, it was. Probably just the name of the dude who's been fucking. Most likely <laughs> just that. <laughs> Is what was pooped out. Oh my god! Oh fuck! They said though that highly that uh, it's been reported that people who are highly emotional or frequently carry heavy objects have a high risk of suffering temporary amnesia as well. That uh, who because said that the doctors, Japanese doctors? The do okay, I believe the that they did. Say that. <laughs> okay, I I think that she it's possible she could have shit out. You know, ten years. Ten years. <laughs> I'm gonna ask a real doctor when she gets home, and we'll discuss this again. Please do. Um, 
Uh, in other news, this is actually interesting. This happened out in Mexico City. Uh, a Japanese man died on a flight from Mexico City after ingesting 246 bags of cocaine. Uh, how big are the bags? I mean, they're probably small bags. Like dime like, bags? Yeah. Like little dime bags? They said... Uh, For those who don't smoke bags, weed, like were- ring, you put a ring in a bag? They said that uh, the bags measured from 2.5 centimeters long to one centimeter wide. So a dime uh, bag. They were fine, <laughs> found in his stomach and intestines during the autopsy. He died of a cerebral edema caused by drug overdose. One of the bags. Uh, yep. Yep. So, uh, hey, guys. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, I mean, if if you gotta do it, you know, two hundred forty six is a lot. Yeah, maybe you should have split that up, or maybe like two or three. I don't know if this is personal or business. Really, dude, we gotta find something that's not gonna <laughs> pop or open. I sure as hell hope it wasn't in those little Ziploc bags because, that, <laughs> of course, that's gonna open before you even swallow it. Fully, it's gonna be open. Uh, <laughs> Raymond, do, do you suggest that we uh, re- reduce the amount of cocaine we're ingesting? Look, <laughs> I'm in no way condoning trafficking drugs. But if you're going to traffic drugs by swallowing, don't fly. That's, that's just like the worst thing you could do is get on the airplane. Yeah, Everything's going to get messed up. But yeah, the, the pressure is going to really. You, you, you're changing like a, I'm, people a don't lot. realize how much pressure. Like every 33 feet, the pressure changes. Okay. No matter which way you go, up or down, every 33 feet, the pressure changes. You're going 38,000 feet in the air, I think is in normal cruising altitude depending on uh if you're going north or south um yeah it's stuff don't traffic drugs don't traffic you can't drugs. get it at home don't you anyway. <laughs> i don't know what the cocaine market is like in japan i'm sure there's some peeps there that could you know talk to me about it I mean, the Japanese are smart. They can manufacture <laughs> cocaine if they really need to. Don't, don't, don't fly it out of Mexico. That's <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Like, I understand that people don't have certain knowledge, but if you're going to be doing something, you you have to get some basic knowledge of, you know, <laughs> if you're going to be doing that of. Study, how, study a little bit how the how yeah. the pressure yeah, how of the pressure of a plane changes the body. body. Yeah, study yeah. a little bit. Yeah, oh, study. Man. If this is your profession, do it right. You know, just stop half-assing shit, dude. Read a book. Reading is fundamental. If you're gonna traffic cocaine, yeah. find out everything you can. Be the most efficient cocaine trafficker there is. That Educate you can. yourself. That's right. Educate yourself, you know. That's it. Read a book, homie. <laughs> Not a magazine, a motherfucking book. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> the pamphlet they handed you is not quite working. <laughs> and they probably made it up on their soap. Yeah. They went to Kinko's and had it printed. 
Uh, on that note, we reached the end of the hour. Uh, Raven, tell the people what to do. Lord, I'm loving you two weeks in a row. Drink your juice. Drink your juice, Florida. We'll be coming for you soon enough. Don't you worry. Because y'all motherfuckers love to fuck up. Uh, Alabama, you probably as well. <laughs> Drink your juice, everybody. Drink it. Milo and Otis, bro. Uh-huh. That was a good story. Fucking 20 kittens. That's sad, but also very <laughs> funny. Did you see the video? Did you watch no, I it? Need no, I need to. If you got it posted up. Yeah, it's in, it's in the regular top topics. I mean, not in topics, uh, the regular chat. If you scroll up a little bit. Yeah, I see the adventures of my, this one. Dude, the, yeah. Okay, adventures of Milo and Otis. And the one about Papa John's is pretty fucking funny, too. All right, this is just the Wikipedia page. This is, where's the video? No, keep right? scrolling. Oh, okay. Milo and I was right here. All right, here. You're going to die laughing, bro. You're going to die laughing. <laughs> All right. Well.